Greetings and welcome back to Qualified Nonsense. Here at Qualified Nonsense, we tackle the grueling questions that you send in with our sage and sound advice. Hot dogs, ketchup or mustard? Does, does money buy happiness? Which is larger, a giant squid or a colossal squid? Stick around to find out our thoughts on these questions and more. I'm Jake. I'm Brandon. And I'm Matt. And this is Qualified Nonsense. Qualified Nonsense was created by childhood best friends that didn't want to lose their long-lasting friendship. So we decided to create a podcast doing what we do best, giving you our quote-unquote professional advice on real-world problems and curiosities. In all reality, we hope to connect with you, the listener, and deepen our friendship all around. So let's get to it. As always, we're going to start with a fun fact. Why don't you lead us off with a fun fact about yourself, Jake? Uh, th- thank you for this opportunity, Brandon. Um, I <laughs> am stalling a little bit cause I haven't thought of anything. No, uh, this year I built my first, um, fully contained handheld camera rig with my, um, Fujifilm X-T2 as a video camera. Um, and I'm proud of it. Um, and that's my fun fact. Nice. Very nice. You do love your, your gizmos. I do love my gizmos. And and yeah, and, and actually that said, I haven't really gotten a chance to properly use it yet, but I did build it. So that's fun. Matt, what's a fun thing about yourself? Um, sure if it's fun, but uh, I didn't get my driver's license until I was almost 18. Really? I felt like, I felt, yeah, I felt like everybody around me was uh, getting, and I didn't have a reason to, like I didn't have a, I didn't have a vehicle and I didn't have the means to buy a vehicle. So I was like, what the, what's the point? I kind of remember that like like Ryan was also a holdout like it was it was almost like he was like obstinate about it like mm, no <laughs> oh, but also that's, that guys, was the difference guys... I wanted it but I didn't have a vehicle so there was no point mm-hmm. I feel like it, it made a lot of sense for you not to have you and Ryan because you both lived local enough to the city that we were most frequently found in <laughs> so shout out Sandy Oregon Sandy Oregon <laughs> Brandon, what you got for us this time? Uh, my alma mater that I went to is Portland State University. Nice. It's not fun, but it's a fact. So deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> Take it or don't. I don't care. It's free. This podcast is free. Fucking just <laughs> listen. You get and what you pay for. Yeah, you get, you get what you pay for. <laughs> Speaking of, we got shit to pay for. We should probably take a break. And welcome back from our break. If you'd like our advice on anything and everything, send us an email to qualifiednonsense at gmail.com or send us a DM in our socials. Question number one comes from Emily. Emily writes... Our family has been on a journey to reducing our plastic use and waste. My husband has spearheaded this endeavor, and I commend him for that. However, he has become kind of a Debbie Downer and a scold about it when me or my kids slip up. Sometimes I just want an iced coffee and don't have my reusable cup, or the most economical option at the grocery store has a little plastic window in the box packaging. But my husband will act like I'm personally responsible for every heat wave and hurricane. He also brings up plastic use with our friends and family completely unprompted. 
I love his passion and totally agree with reducing plastic use, but it is honestly exhausting me and is beginning to make me resent him. How can I get him to back off a bit and be more understanding that slip ups are inevitable? I'm not a professional by any means, but um, communi- like open communication is going to be the, the way out of this, that you can um, find a way to probably not right when it happens, because oftentimes right when it happens, it's going to be an emotional conversation. Find a specific time that's not when the behavior is occurring that you can bring it up so that it's a more neutral conversation um, and a more objective conversation. But but find that opportunity to have that conversation and and that conversation being, hey, listen, I, I do feel that this is a great endeavor, but I do sometimes feel attacked for things that either are more outside of my control or more outside of my, you know, for, for, for things like uh, the economical um, option at the grocery store, like there's got to be a give and take. You can't always do the, the correct thing with let's say the budget that you have. So having, having a conversation about that in a, a, as neutral of ground as possible and trying to be as objective as possible and not villainizing um, either one of you, that's, that's going to be the best way forward. I think I'm going to go hot take on this. We've all been married for a minute. Uh, I'm going to say it has nothing to probably do with recycling. There's probably something else going on. And that's just uh, how it's coming out. You probably like, did you forget to wish him a happy birthday or or something? He's like, it's not even about the recycling. It's about the fact that you didn't <laughs> notice my shoes that I bought, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, I do. I mean, if you are feeling attacked, that's that's one thing. And I think that's a little easier to talk about than if he is kind of being a downer around your friends and family. <laughs> Uh, that's a, a much tougher conversation to have to say, "Hey, you're bumming everybody out." When you, <laughs> over recycling, you your mouth. I, I, I think it. You know, it, 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 as long as you have a pretty open and honest line of communication between each other, I think you can sort out the kind of interpersonal stuff and especially um, the things with the kids. Uh, but I, I think the 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 way he acts around other people bothering you is something that does feel like that conversation would be perceived as being more antagonistic and a lot more difficult to, to broach. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the point that would be the, the benefit of having the conversation simply about the two of you. Um, I'm, I'm now thinking about what Matt said. So assuming that it is about recycling, which a lot of people get passionate about various subjects throughout their, you know, as they grow as people. And so it very well could be that, but Matt brings up a really solid point that it might not be that that just might be the, the, um, the outlet or the delivery method, <laughs> but um, having the conversation between the two of you about your own relationship and about how it affects you um, and have that conversation and um uh, and subject established between the two of you will hopefully make the subsequent conversation about not being a downer to friends and family, uh, more, more approachable. 
Where, where are you guys at with your uh, recycling journey? Are you like all in it? Are you kind of more casual? I try to be as as good as I can, but the North Carolina doesn't have great. They basically have a policy of like when in doubt, throw it out, um, because they're the facilities don't really do that good of a job at separating. So my my I'm I'm just sort of like you're doing what you can. I'm doing what I can, but I'm not making a special effort. Um, I will are say you that, that neighbor I, not, though that go. Do you are you the neighbor that goes around to your community and be like, "Oh no, hey Greg, this one it's number five. Are you that guy? Uh, no, no. Well, it's all mixed too. That's which is which is good. So it's we don't have to separate out the plastics and the and the glass, for instance. It's it all goes into the same place. Um, yeah, the ocean. Well. <laughs> sure. I mean, that's the other thing, right? That's, that's the, but the, 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 what's so difficult about it. And I know we've had, you know, we've lived together, the three of us. And so we've had the recycling conversation in a, a few different um, instances throughout our lives and the policies around it, I'm sure have changed a lot, but it is a difficult situation because obviously we're using materials is better than not but it is still such an energy suck it's like what's the you know what's the, the gain what's the what's the gain or what's the difference um because we're as a society we're burning so much resources either way it's like well it's you're you're damned if you do damned if you don't or it's six one way half a dozen the other that's how i'm that's how i feel about it i know there are places that are successfully you know, recycling and actually making a difference. But I know that there's just as many that are like kind of recycling and it's basically moot or it's basically like nothing gained. So yeah, it's nowhere in the well, U S that's for sure. And Emily, I mean, they're, they're talking about reducing plastic use, which I mean, it, I I've looked into doing that and it's damn near impossible. If you want to, you know, live a, uh, modern life or <laughs> yeah. to 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 completely avoid buying anything with plastic in it is very very difficult it's like plastic is i mean literally and figuratively ingrained in our society and our bodies <laughs> I, yeah um i was uh it's kind of curious, and I, I was just looking up like things that contain plastic that are kind of surprising. It's depressing. Um, chewing gum contains plastic. Uh, a lot of clothing does. Um, tin and aluminum cans do. In fact, something I read is um, the the lining on cans. Uh, yeah. Uh, the that if they didn't have the lining, that Coke would corrode a can within three days. Uh, lids on glass jars glitter uh produce stickers tea bags tetra packs and even sunscreen has plastics in it so it's hard there's to... also there's also all the um um the microplastics in um exfoliating um items like uh, skincare that sort of shit and that mm -hmm. i mean the, the little amount of research that I've done with that is just wildly depressing, but it's, 
yeah, you're, you're, you're up against an industry or a whole, yeah, like a whole society that's, I mean, they found microplastics on top of Mount Everest. (laughs) It's everywhere. Yeah. One thing that, uh, I I mean, it's, I, I saw it so many years ago and I was with you, Brandon, but it stuck with me. Um, and not that they're investigative journalists by any means, but Penn and Teller had a show many, many years ago called Bullshit. And one of their episodes was discussing just that, the effectiveness of recycling. Does it even truly go to where they say? And they are following around just garbage and recycling trucks um, in their local communities. And they're documenting everything just getting put into the landfill. So it's like they have these separate trucks and they have these separate bins and they encourage you to do this. They have all this literature and they're just like dumping it. I was like, oh, well, geez. so I know that that I remember, I think, um, uh, what's his name did that too. That, uh, that documentarian, Michael um, Moore, Michael Moore did that too. But I think, I mean, I think that's illegal. So like, yes, there are bad players, but like I, that's illegal. So they're doing it. Sure. And you can be like, oh, can you believe that? But they're criminals like they're 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 performing a criminal act so it's also a documentary and they want you to like i mean documentaries are inflammatory to a degree yeah documentaries want you to feel a feeling no matter like if whether it's good or bad so yeah now i will say you know even though we have various energy crises um energy is renewable in a few different ways whereas materials like so like there is a, I, I think there is an inherent benefit, but people have to pay for it and no one wants to pay for it. Unless so, you're like Sweden or Denmark or some other responsible country. Well, right. But, the, but they've, but they've, they've made institutional changes from the very top. They've, they've had, they've had political powers that have said this needs to change and they've made laws around it. They've made programs around it. They've, they've set aside financing for it. Um, but like, but, um, in the United States, you know, um, at we least have all clamp- those things, at, at least we're finally <laughs> clamping down on abortions. Um, yeah, well, we but, have all uh, those things. They just don't know how to put them in place or do what they say that is going to be done. Yeah. I mean, it's, I digress. It's, yeah. That's, that's a different can of worms, <laughs> but, but, but yeah. Uh, one thing that I have been meaning to do that I was supposed to do this summer is build a compost pile for us. Cause we've got the space in the back to be able to do that without making it, you know, gross, uh, near where we would commonly be. Um, not that compost piles are inherently gross, but they can be stinky sometimes. Um, but I, have been meaning to, to set up a compost. The city of Ridgefield is actually rolling out a composting program. We're supposed to be getting our, uh, our countertop things here pretty soon. Oh, nice. Yeah. Brandon, there's gotta be composting in your um, area, right? Yeah, well, bunch of crunchy I, I, hippies I down there. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, oh uh, no, no, I I do think yeah, just the, the recycling program is is pretty good. Yeah, because of all the the hippies here, but um, like we do, we at least separate glass. We separate glass up here as well. But uh, as far as composting goes, we don't have anything like that. Something kind of interesting is that. We have a number of uh, different waste management companies we can choose from here. Oh, that's interesting. 
Uh, well, that's yeah. this, that's the same thing in Portland. Like my dad uh, worked for um, a garbage company that wasn't waste management, like the big one, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And so that there there has to be some version of that in like Portland proper also. Well, how do, Brandon, how do you get to pick? Like, would will they come to just your block for a pickup, or are they bidding for contracts on like an area? No, you. It, it's like signing up for internet like you just choose whichever one you want and so even if you're um, the only one on your block that chooses that one they'll still come and pick up here yeah i mean that's the way my dad's worked i I think there's there's three companies so it's not like there's like an infinite choice but um you should pick the one that doesn't come just to inconvenience them (laughs) yeah it's good to it's good to (laughs) Piss off your yep. garbage, man. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then don't uh, give them any sort of tip or anything on Christmas time. Really, really, really be an asshole about it. Wait, 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 no, wait. I, I chose to be one tipping that, like, our garbage like... men? Yeah. Hmm. Uh-oh. <laughs> Matthew. Uh-oh. They don't even get out of their truck anymore. <laughs> I mean, that's true. That's a really good point. Anyway, uh, talking about municipal sanitation is a uh, very interesting <laughs> garbage yeah. business. Yeah, yeah no, what was the no time? What was the question? Oh, yeah, plastics. Plastic use. Oh, oh, yeah. actually, I did. I did want to throw in uh, a little interesting uh, tidbit. I was when I was working in New York City. You I really um, the most worked for a, a decent sized company York that was City. that was on Twenty Third Street. That. Um, or rather I was a part of the, the office operations team. And I took a tour of a uh, recycling facility that was really, really cool. Um, and they had a, <clears throat> they had a program that they didn't have recycling bins that we just put all the trash and all the recycling into the same bin and the, um, the various um, pieces of technology in the facility would would separate it out using uh air basically like like air blasts to so it would detect there'd be like a a camera essentially that would detect what was on the belt and um depending on like its density and its and other features about it that that the camera could detect it would um there would be like spaces in between the conveyors and they would blow uh air at specific points to to like move trash from like remove trash and then remove plastic bottles and remove cans. And it was really, really interesting. Um, and it was a cool program because they, um, employed felons, I guess, or like, like, like people out of prison. What do you, what do you, uh, uh, ex cons, ex cons, I guess. Yeah. And so it was, it was neat because it was doing a, a number of, uh, a number of sort of services. Um, but it was a really neat facility. It was a cool demonstration that we went to see. Maybe Emily, that's a good date night for you and your husband. Yeah, you go down really to the, get the <laughs> the dump. Romantic and, juices flowing. Yeah, uh, you get that what stank. you said reminded me. I saw I saw a picture online of <laughs> some guy uh, wearing um, you know the thin blue line shirts, you know, or whatever the American yeah. flag with the blue line. It was for um, New York sanitation workers, and it was a, a thin green line. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's funny. Kind of funny. 
we don't really have good advice other than to just kind of be open and honest with your husband and let him know how you feel. Uh, I think maybe if you let him know how you feel, it would be easier to, uh, when you do get into a social situation, to maybe, you know, you can kind of nudge him and say, hey, you know, you're you're doing it again, you know, or something like that. Honey, you're hey, talking hey, about garbage again. Hey, chill, bro. <laughs> don't get, don't so get pissed off over the recycling. I, I don't feel like we helped very much, but I mean, <laughs> we never do. We're we not qualified like... to help. So um, next question. Did you consider separation? <laughs> oh. No, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> next question comes from Brent. Brent writes, I'm from SoCal and my girlfriend and I are planning a road trip to the Pacific Northwest. Since you all live there or used to, do you have any recommendations for the area? We're planning to drive from here to Vancouver, BC, so anything in between is fair game. We'd prefer more budget-friendly things if that helps. Thanks in advance. Just don't go looking up any real estate when you're here there, Brent. Um, <laughs> let's see. Was previously so mentioned, I've never been outside the country, so I can't recommend anything for Vancouver. I can't either. I just hear it's expensive <laughs> oh. and it looks like here. I've been to Vancouver, but I was young, uh, so I don't have anything other than that it is pretty. Oh, the uh, you know what? The um, the Vancouver Public Library is a piece of art. It's a really, really pretty building. Uh, my folks went there. Um, I would say when you're traveling up that way, um, check out Gresham. <laughs> no, no, uh, no. Rockwood. Um, uh, <laughs> Rockwood. Oh, isn't it? Uh, wait, where is is Rockwood where the uh, that big livestock auction is? No. Rockwood is where that uh, Mac stop is that we were going to name our <laughs> band after Ruby Junction. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Ruby Junction. Where's the Where's the uh, Woodstock? No, not Woodstock. Uh, well, it doesn't matter. I'm trying to make a joke, and it's not funny. Um, I would. And he has zero out... context of the area, so Rockwood yeah. is uh, yeah. an inherent, inherently dangerous place. Um, I would check out uh, Seattle. Um, because it's got some good like skyline sort of attraction uh, stuff. And there's also um, my, our last visit to Portland. We flew into Seattle and we took a ferry. I think we talked about this. Maybe, maybe we were just BSing off, mm -hmm. off the, off the uh, podcast, but um, there's a ferry that you can take from downtown Seattle to um, some of the neighboring islands. And it's a really great, you know, it's relatively inexpensive, um, uh, ferry ride and you get to be out in the sound and, um, you know, see all the great birds, see the skyline from a, from a different view. I mean, it's a beautiful, beautiful area. So anywhere around Seattle and the ferries that go in and out of downtown Seattle, I think is, is worth, uh, checking out. Yeah. I'd, I'd say the same, like, uh, I mean, the Mount Hood National Forest is great. That's where we grew up. Uh, you got Mount Hood, you got Timberline Lodge, you got a lot of historical, uh, you know, sites to see, trails to go on, lakes to see. Mm -hmm. uh, Mount St. Helens, the visitor center is really awesome. Has really a lot cool. of, a lot of really, uh, and there's and there's a couple of visitor centers on the way up, even to that. It's it's a very long drive. Um, it looks closer than it is. Mount Rainier is just simply impressive to look at, and you can see it from Seattle. You can see it from Tacoma. And then the other thing that Jake was kind of pointing out is I wouldn't sleep on uh, the sound. The Puget sound is incredible. 
it's a place where you can go you can see the city you can see islands you can see whales take ferries anywhere yeah and uh, depending on the way you're driving uh a lot of these things are just right off of i-5 so it's pretty convenient travel wise yeah convenient for the for the trip uh, yeah i mean i i would also recommend stopping in ashland in i was actually just gonna say that um, brandon and i have been to ashland a couple of times to watch yeah theaters theater stuff um, and also it's a cool place yeah depending on what time of year you're going go see a play they're really high quality there crater lake um, is not too far no. yeah uh um, that's also that's also time dependent because they only open up the road it's so snowy up there they only open up the road i think it's like four or five weeks out of the year it's not very long season you can get up to the mm-hmm. to the area but the the road around crater lake is very Wait, seasonal I'm, I'm i feel dumb i'm i'm looking on the map where's crater lake is is that i thought that was further east it, yeah it if is you're but it's not like too kinda, far Oh, okay. for more of yeah, like an extended trip, you can do things like Crater Lake, Bend, Sisters, Baker City, Pendleton. Yeah, um, I mean Helen's Hood, Helen's Hood River is a cool town. Um, you can go to the Wallawas, uh in Washington. Leavenworth, I think, is worth going to. Um, even Spokane, I think, is a cool little city. That one's like completely. That's almost Idaho. But like there's yeah, there, it depends on what you want out of your trip. Like if you go to Spokane, you could then go to uh, Walla Walla, which is renowned for its wine out there. If that's a thing you're into. Um, <clears throat> we went to the last time we were out uh, with the boys. Um, we went to the Cascade Locks also, which is a, it's a bit inland um, on the uh, Oregon, Washington border along the Columbia River. Um, and that's cool. They've got a really cool, um, hatchery and, yeah. uh, uh, like visitor center. And it's also just really pretty country out there. It's um, like 45 like... minutes off high five. Yeah. It's not very or far. Or if you want to yeah. uh, head up one Oh one, you can hit up some coast cities, which are, I, I think definitely worth a trip, you know, like, yeah, the Oregon coast uh, and, going... and I guess Northern Washington coast too. And beaches are different like a a lot of washington beaches get rockier than oregon beaches which is rockier than oregon beaches yeah which is kind of interesting i always think of i always think of oregon beaches as being quite rocky that's just been my experience but oh also if you yeah a hit up if you really want a tie-dye shirt at every stop and some eat incense (laughs) a bob marley flag perhaps yeah taffy we used to um, we used to go to Lincoln City a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. We I will. Yeah, no, we did. Oh no, we I'm did. sorry. I was just reminiscing. That wasn't really. But don't go to Lincoln City. <laughs> go to go to no, like uh, Newport. Fine, but yeah, Newport. Is... Newport's like sort of more the. You could go. To go oh, since we're talking about it, Debo Bay. It is the world's smallest bay. Um, Bandon is a cool little town. Uh, North Bend is a cool older logging town. We should have definitely started uh, this by saying, grab a pencil. Tillamook Cheese <laughs> Factory. Tillamook uh, Cheese, that's good. Yahats has a really good uh, fish place. Um, you rent a boat, go do some crap in there. Yeah, Newport. Newport has a cool aquarium. It's uh, where Free Willy used to be, Keiko. Rogue Brewing is based there. Um, Rockaway Beach is kind of a lesser known, but really nice 
beach to go to cannon Astoria. beach if you're if you really like crowds the seaside same thing astoria which matt mentioned i think in the previous episode he went to i, I think astoria is a fun town um astoria yeah. has some of like the most free monuments in history that i've yeah, ever we were seen ta- we were talking about you were saying like pound for pound it's or like square foot <laughs> by square foot there's there's the most like free like informational historical stuff that you can get out of yeah you throw a stone and you're like hey did you know that this is the finnish brotherhood <laughs> like this is like and it, it what it, and they're like oh this is where all the this, this is where the the finnish people became americanized this and it used to be called union town and then you walk 200 feet and it's like oh this is the maritime museum or you just walk into all these things it's crazy yeah i uh I, I'm I'm less familiar with the Washington coast. I mean, Long Beach is pretty much it. So I, I don't know. Yeah. Ocean Shores is beautiful. Definitely worth stopping into a very charming town. And, and then I, I don't know if you were just looking for city recommendations or if you actually wanted, you know, places to Specific, stop like yeah. businesses or, you know, things to do. Uh, I mean, I, I, kind of noticed we've kind of avoided talking about portland but i don't know honestly i think portland's yeah. a little bit um like portland proper is a little um it's a bit much right well, now it's it's kind of like businessy is it like the downtown portion? There's like there's like cool uh, neighborhoods in Portland, but I, I when I think of Portland proper, th- there's like well well that's I guess that's my point. The <clears throat> there are specific pockets within Portland that I'd be like oh go to, you know what is it the the uh, I don't even remember the districts anymore. Um, but like there's places where there's like a concentration of either breweries or uh, restaurants or food trucks or that sort of thing. But I can't I, I don't know that I would say like go to Portland because that's not <laughs> that wouldn't be useful for someone. Do you guys have any recommendations for breweries or restaurants to stop at? I mean, we've we've all we all went to uh on the east side of sort of as you're approaching like northeast Portland, there's um, some good restaurants and breweries, including Ecliptic. I'm a big, big fan of their beer and their food. So Ecliptic I mean, not necessarily brewery. limited to Portland, but any. Oh, in. nope. That's it. Ecliptic. <laughs> <laughs> One place I've wanted to go that I haven't had a chance to yet is in Woodenville, Washington, and it's Woodenville Whiskey. Um, I really want to go see their facility, but it's also, they also have a like small little restaurant and it's a cool town, but in terms of breweries, uh, I don't know. Depends oh, on what you, depends on what Eugene, you're into. In Eugene, there's a uh, Ninkasi. Mm-hmm. That's one of yeah, the, you, who Eugene, just bought Bannon, their own rights Portland, back Hood from river. There's a ton of, uh, breweries all over. The area. What'd you say? What'd you say, Matt? Uh, Ninkasi actually just bought their rights back from, so they sold to this conglomerate, and then they actually just bought themselves back. Oh, good for them! Yeah, 
I would say in Eugene, uh, Claim 52, their beer, you get, you get uh, quite the gamut of selection. You can have those thick pastry, sour, whatever the kids are into, or you could have a really well done IPA or lager. And their food, um, from what I hear, I haven't been there, but um, let's see. No, their their food is really tasty. Who's that? Brent. Which one is that? Claim 52. Ah. I mean, I, I kind of avoided mentioning Eugene as a place to stop. It's second biggest city in the state, but unless you're going to a Ducks game or something, I don't know that it's really... I mean, it's pretty here. I like it, but... It's the it's second a, biggest city in the state? Yeah. Is that is that based on like population population i guess okay i guess that would make sense i don't know how else you would do that so never mind <laughs> i just don't, well, i just don't think of it as being a big city that's all but that makes sense because it's a school uh, it's, it's relatively school, spread out too and it's okay. it's also pretty centrally located and you can get to most other parts of the state pretty easily from here I'm looking at the map. There are some decent sized roads that sort of spider out in every direction, including directly west. Brandon, how long does it take you to get to the beach? An hour. (gasps) Son of a bitch. To get to Florence. It takes us roughly the same time to get to like Astoria. Really? Yeah, we go up through Longview and cross over and get on Highway 30 and it's right there. Oh, you're already right there. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's true cross that big lumber mill bridge we got to go to uh we got to go like two two and a half hours uh but we get the intercoastal waterway which is fun and the and it's it's weird the beaches are weird here guys it's like it's like bath water when i go <laughs> when 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 my family from here are like oh it's kind of chilly i'm like i've never i've never felt such warm ocean water in my life <laughs> like i don't understand <laughs> like it's frigid on the west coast which i enjoy the, um, but the beach is all public in uh North Carolina? yeah for the most for the most part yeah turns out sharks like those water too yeah <laughs> so, uh but to answer uh, your question brent know. i would yeah I would say like I, I guess I would I would say for the for the sake of keeping it simple, just shoot up I-5 and look up the things that the most of the things that we said were just off I-5. They're right there, if not 45 minutes to an hour, like the mountains. Of course, they're going to take you longer to drive to, yeah. but it's worth it. So let us know how it goes. And with that, yeah, take some pictures. Take, yeah, pics or it didn't happen <laughs> with that. <laughs> Take a little break. <laughs> All right. This is the part of the episode where we go to the lightning round. We're going to ask questions to each of us. We spend two minutes or less on it. And this time, we're going to start with Jake. Jake, say something cool. I slit the sheet, the sheet I slid upon, the slitted sheet I set. Oh. <laughs> Is that cool? <laughs> I, I, okay. That'll be my that'll be one of my my fun facts next time. But I've never really I've never really, really been cool. Like I've had cool moments, <laughs> but I don't know that I would say that I'm cool per se. Um so that that was the best I can come. I mean, um 
<laughs> yeah. Yep. Brandon, say something cool. Something cool. Oh, <laughs> zing. What a zinger. I I don't know. Um, I, I'll fist fight your dad. I don't know. What, uh... <laughs> 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 what? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, that was really cool. <laughs> <laughs> Here I said, oh. broken hearted, came to shit, but only farted. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh. oh man! Uh, oh, this uh, Matt. Yeah, what about <laughs> man? What about you, Matthew? This I uh, this I learned from North Carolina actually when I okay. met my wife. Got to meet some real official North Carolinians. Mm, cool guys, and they're yeah, yeah, real cool. <laughs> and they have two phrases. And they I really they still like just kind of question what they mean, but the first one is ready? <clears throat> bang bang biscuit. Right? I'm, For, I'm not familiar. To to our listeners, everybody has a raised eyebrow. But when it's said from somebody with a southern draw, it sounds so cool. And I think it was a hey, do you want to go do this other thing? Like we were out. We were out mm-hmm. and uh it's like Hey, do you want to uh, go to this other bar that I found? He's like, bang, bang, biscuit. I think it's kind of uh, so like, it's like yeah. An, it's like an affirmative? Nice. Yeah, like, right on. Let's do it. And All then right, the other one was, <clears throat> you do you, boo-boo. Because I was like, you hey. You do you, boo-boo? Yeah. But again, with the southern draw. And I was like, oh, hey. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah, I was like, hey, should we, uh, should we do these four shots in a row? He's like, you do you, boo-boo. The, they all they uh, stuck with me. They're so cool. I went uh, when I was in Louisville, Kentucky. I um, met this woman who was from North Carolina, but um, from Charlotte, I guess, or outside of Charlotte. And she used to say, <laughs> as an affirmative, she said she would say two shits in a bucket. Fuck it, as an affirmative. And I was like, I don't know what that means, but that's fun. <laughs> simple simple yes would have been fine but, yeah okay. i know I'm, I'm really offended now but okay does that mean we're going like okay. i ain't got no buckets all right brandon dark or milk chocolate hmm depends on what i'm in the mood for uh uh, I mean, milk chocolate is, I know it's garbage chocolate or whatever, but it's easier to eat more of. So probably milk chocolate. Yeah, I'm going to say yeah, time, and a, time and a place. Yeah. I'm going to go, if I'm feeling why, fancy, why not both? Chocolate, sure. Jake? Milk chocolate, the white trash chocolate. <laughs> I, uh... <laughs> I like bitter things, so I'm gonna go dark chocolate. I find, you know, we were talking about beers earlier, and I could I could subsist off of uh, IPAs um, as like an everyday everyday carry um, because uh, I, I yeah I just I tend my tend to enjoy the the more bitter higher higher cocoa quantities. Um, speaking of chocolate and specifically milk chocolate. <clears throat> Have you guys heard about that American chocolate has an additive chemical that is thought to be a similar chemical found in vomit? 
Is it microplastics? No, <laughs> probably. No, it's uh, the the English apparently have a big. Uh, they care a lot about this, or, or rather, it's mentioned on like um, like English programming, English television shows. They're like, oh, oh, American chocolate tastes like sick because it, they because it's like an additive bitterness, but it's but it's sort of like a sick bitterness. Fucking Have you guys pretentious heard about assholes. No. I'll, I'll, I'll send doesn't you guys su- a link. Doesn't I'll, surprise I'll, me that they would say that about us, though. No, I mean, I think it's an actual chemical that they add. Like, like I don't think, I don't think they're being like, oh, hey, bunch of you know, fuck, fuck your cousin fuckers. What do they know? Brandon, your your door opened also behind you when you said that. Oh, that was funny. Oh my god. Oh no, it's the king What's of England. The- <laughs> kick my ass. he's like what did you say mate <laughs> well i mean they like i i've had their uh <laughs> i mean it's not wrong <laughs> I, I guess like so they uh the whole like the cadbury theirs is yeah the english chocolate is very different it's good to me it just tastes like a more sweet milk chocolate yeah yeah i think their milk chocolate is is sweeter even those theirs theirs taste like fucking sick nice got the last words i need <laughs> assholes we yeah. we won the war <laughs> Back to back World War champs. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Um, well, to our English I, uh, listeners, I, for the for the record, I do like British chocolate. <laughs> Good. That's the redeeming. That's the most redeeming yeah, thing out of your mouth. You- to be fair, I like your shit. You walked that back pretty good. <laughs> hey, uh, actually, guys. Oh, you know what? We've got a we've got a, a an English listener, Luke. Uh, Luke, thanks for tuning in. Not my brother, Luke, a guy hey. I work with, but he's 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 a good guy. Um, uh, and I apologize for any uh, you know, I'm start getting death threats. <laughs> what about Mike? No, we should have two. Mike should be listening, shouldn't he? British Mike. I mean, he sh- he he should be. I don't think he is, but he might be. This will get him filed, fired up. Yeah. Listen, you. Uh, d- did you answer, Matt? Yep. I said, milk, said, chocolate. said milk chocolate. Oh, I think milk guys, chocolate. You guys like, both like trash. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think milk chocolate like is more. Uh, it's it's more adaptable to things like, and I, maybe it's just because that's what's used. But like, oh yeah, milk chocolate uh, Reese's peanut butter cup. Like you, you can eat the chocolate, but you can also have a peanut butter cup in there. I just don't see it being used like dark chocolate being used on a peanut butter cup. And I never, I never find myself being like, you know what I really feel like just eating a solid chocolate bar. It usually has some kind of adjunct with it. Oh, interesting. That, so when I, when I think of chocolate or rather when I think of this question, I think of a chocolate bar and it being either milk chocolate or dark chocolate. I, I didn't think about the additives, but you're right with additives. Oftentimes you, f- you find it with, well, no, I don't know. There's some, there's some with dark chocolate. I don't know. Yeah. Cause I you're think- eating that fancy oh. Godiva shit. <laughs> yeah. I'm just really fancy. You guys, <clears throat> you probably say caramel too. Don't you? 
You know what? So that's actually, I'm really glad you brought that up. This is supposed to be a two minute answer, but here we go. Um, I, I, it's already I, it's, after I midnight think it, where you're at. <laughs> yeah, I know. And now I'm thinking about chocolate. Um, is, is it, I think it is pronounced caramel, but I, I know, called but it I... caramel for fucking forever. And then, you know what I've, and, you know what I've learned? I only recently started saying caramel because I feel like a, like a, a buck tooth cousin fucker <laughs> if I say caramel <laughs> or ca- caramel. I, I do. I still think it's a geographical thing. Like, you know, when people say soda or pop. Oh, uh-huh. And you're like people in, what is it? Uh, Georgia will call it. Everything is Coke. Everything is just a Coke. Right. Okay. Isn't that is that where it's at? I think Everybody that's a thing. That? I don't know. I don't know if it's Atlanta. I mean, we I don't could, know if yeah. it's Georgia, but it's somewhere. Where I thought, Coke's I thought that was actually like a like a like a North Midwest thing, but and I I, I think wrong. I personally feel that's that's the like what happens with caramel. Like people will say caramel depending on where they're from. But again, us buck tooth cousin fuckers. <laughs> Keep it simple. That's... That's uh, that's definitely entering my repertoire <laughs> of offensive language. <laughs> All right, we got to move on. Okay, uh, Brandon, most embarrassing store you might be seen shopping at? I uh, I like toys, and so uh, me, a childless man, is often found in like the toy section of stores. This is uh, not getting, a good answer. Getting, getting the stink eye from <laughs> parents. Jesus, <laughs> that reminds me of a story you told about you and a uh, uh, friend of the pod, uh, Dane. <clears throat> we were hanging out with with his kid, and and when he would get stuck at like hiking with you guys, he'd be just be like, "Help! Help!" help and you're like no you need to say something other than that because we look suspicious as fuck with this <laughs> yeah i don't know does that does that count as an answer yeah oh yeah yeah are Jake. you not entertained <laughs> um most um probably yeah probably any sort of um undergarment store um for for small crotches small crotches yeah i'm actually no i was gonna say like the big dick store or something uh yeah i find myself there quite frequently uh um uh no just because i i i think i have like like obje- like if i think about it rationally there's no reason to be embarrassed by that sort of thing but sex is so weirdly tabooed in our culture so like even even though i'm crass on this podcast amongst friends and i can be crass you know out in public like like there's weird there's weird taboos so i i you know for instance i'm in the in the mall uh like anywhere close to a Victoria's Secret store, I just would prefer not to be even like close to it because it just feels weird. It feels sort of like lechy. <clears throat> Actually, yeah. you you saying that makes me think like anytime I go to a store with my wife and she's like trying on clothes and she wants me to hold her purse, like I feel 
the most uncomfortable in that like being by a women's dressing room like i'm just just hanging out there and yeah yeah well yeah yeah <laughs> i thought it was gonna you were gonna say it's you're less of a man by holding your wife's purse or something oh, no, i always no. whenever <laughs> i hold it as a purse like... i i just throw it over my shoulder like you're supposed to hold a purse <laughs> i hold it directly away from my body <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's like a beer a oktoberfest beer stein challenge <laughs> <laughs> no but i i do that that makes me very uncomfortable when there's like women there like i don't know i i hopefully they know that i'm with someone and not just there to perv out you get that shifty like like brand and nervousness but you're also like i'll bet you that looks good on you just to like cover yourself up hey i think i just that that does really great things for your eyes (laughs) i think i'll just usually stare at my phone but intentionally aim my phone like at the ground so it doesn't look like i'm like taking pictures of people or whatever it's gonna say oh i had my camera turn on yeah yeah when i when i'm when i'm using my phone at a at outside of a, a dressing room it's like yeah <laughs> like turn your camera on and throw it underneath of the stall oh no oh no <laughs> i tripped let me put these mirrors on my shoes jeez. <laughs> oh, oh, I, I, it I'm is funny the, though oh go ahead i was just gonna say i'm gonna have this i would have the same question as you it's like whenever you go to the mall and like there's this a victoria's secrets there it's one of the, it, it's it's I don't know it's I feel relatively comfortable with myself but when you put yourself in a very public situation it's like uh, it's like you just got to run by it and hope nobody sees you. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Because that's all, that that must be um, leftover anxieties from like our younger selves because like <clears throat> we're married we have kids like it's just so stupid. Sex is so um, stupid stupid (laughs) no sex is is just so normal it's like there's not there's not much that's more normal than sex so why is it so taboo i mean breathing's pretty normal you wouldn't be breathing without sex (laughs) true (laughs) no but like no but really really i mean that's that's what i mean like it's so it's so common the human human nature thing yeah like it's just so bizarre that it's I, that's that's you know obviously tangential so i'll i'll stop there but let's break but down yeah, these I, I norms do maybe we should well, host our deep. next let's yeah, host our next podcast from the uh, lobby of victoria's secret just to break down these barriers yeah no this is a really good idea coming to you live from the changing rooms at victoria's secret coming to you live hey, no 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 at the mall yeah, <laughs> no no, no we're, we're doing the podcast it's okay here's our next guest paul blart <laughs> Yeah. All right. Did, did, well, Matt, Matt, you said about Victoria's Secret. Is that is, was that your answer? For yeah. That? Yeah. It'd probably be it'd be something similar to that. Yeah. Or like you remember back in the day when we uh, <laughs> we had the the grand idea of like trying salvia when it first came out, and the only places you could buy it were adult stores. Like we all would have to go in there. That was probably oh, pretty yeah. embarrassing and uncomfortable because we were also not doing ourselves any favors by being like, look at this, how big it is. You know, it's like. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, speaking of the ball, I, I just thought like I uh, went into a hot topic recently and I I felt like oh, that's like the last place I belong. <laughs> 
Hot, Hot Topic. Topic is one of the brands that has never changed. Like I, one of the uh, one of the brands that we work on is a is a race car team, and their brand is kind of like dark and um, very Hot Topic esque. And we follow Hot Topic on social media, and like their brand has like they look at the exact same when we were the kids, like Jinko well, jeans, the, the, big old <laughs> pocket. The funny thing is, is that it, it's, it's kids shopping there and they haven't changed. So it's still like teens and tweens and stuff. Yeah. Who are their clientele buying, you know, the same nightmare, before which is Christmas chokers like, or whatever. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's like them and Spencer's <laughs> Spencer's is only open because bachelor parties, bachelorette parties still exist, you know? It's like you yeah. walk into Spencer's like, sweet. Well, I'm harnessing my adolescent. Going to buy everything that's shaped like a penis. Or if you're just in the market for a Joker shot glass or whatever. Like you do. <laughs> Magic eight ball. Fresh out of mine. My mind just broke. It's interesting, though, that all of our answers had to do with I mean, I guess that's the point of being embarrassed. Like, you're not going to be embarrassed by yourself. It's it's all about like external, um, how, like how it's perceived, <clears throat> and it's all all three of ours is like somewhere where we we would be seen by other people by being skeevy, or like being somewhere where we clearly don't belong. So the only reason why we would be there is to be skeevy. So that's interesting to think yeah. about. That's it. That's mm-hmm. my last thought on the subject. <clears throat> Sorry about that. All right. Well, that's going to do it for the lightning round questions. Or <laughs> the more, I'm going to call it a thunderstorm round. Thunderstorm. Rolling thunder. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's good. Well, thank you all for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, share, like, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or your podcast app of choice. Send your advice questions to qualifiednonsense at gmail.com or hit us up on our socials, qualified underscore nonsense on Instagram and TikTok, qualified nonsense on Facebook or at QN Podcast on Twitter. Music provided by Ace. Special thanks to Emily and Brent for your questions this week. Oh, uh, we'll see you back here next Wednesday for another brand new episode of Qualified Nonsense. Thanks for listening. Bye.